It's time for recipe of the day. It's National Sandwich Day, and I am telling you about Philly cheesesteaks. I know that this particular sandwich can be quite controversial, so if you disagree with anything that I say, feel free to email me. That's fine with me, christine at cookthestory.com. You can set me straight. But I've done my best here to make this as classically like the Philly cheesesteaks that I've had in Philadelphia as I can. And I've had them at Pat's and Gino's. I know, I know, that's not where you should go. Also at John's Roast Pork, that is supposed to be one of the best ones in the city, and a whole bunch of other places. I have not put peppers or mushrooms on here, although I will link to a restaurant-style Philly cheesesteak that does go under the broiler with peppers and mushrooms like you would maybe get on the West Coast or here in Orlando. But this one really is more like the ones in the sandwich shops in Philadelphia. You're sautéing the meat with some onions, and then right in that pan, you're adding the cheese and the bun on top. It kind of warms the bun, steams a little bit, melts cheese, and then you eat. Nothing more to it. Okay, let's jump in. Now, you could just buy some beef strips, but I really recommend that you get a ribeye or a sirloin. You want something with some nice marbling. But more importantly is that I want you to slice it yourself nice and thinly. Not as thinly as you would need for beef carpaccio. You don't need to put this in the freezer to get it nice and cold to slice it more thinly. But you do want it as thin as a nice sharp knife will let you get. So you're making those thin slices. And I'll just say we're doing a half pound of ribeye steak. Trim off the fat before you start slicing. And that's going to serve two. That's going to make two sandwiches. Once you've sliced that steak, chop up an onion too, and then get a large skillet over medium heat with a little bit of cooking oil, olive oil, grapeseed oil, whatever you use, and then add your chopped onion to that. And you're just stirring and cooking for a few minutes until they're nice and softened. Then increase the heat to medium high and add your steak. Stir those slices right into that onion and stir them up and then move them all around and then get them into like a single layer. Sprinkle with salt, pepper, garlic powder, whatever seasonings you want. And then you're just going to let them sit for a minute until they darken underneath. Stir and then cook them for another about two minutes. You can have them a little bit on the rarer side if you want, or they can be cooked through. That's really up to you. More traditionally in Philadelphia, they're always cooked through, right? There's no pink in the middle of that meat. Okay, next you're going to arrange the meat in the skillet into two oblong kind of piles that are the length and width of your buns, and then top each of those piles of meat with your cheese. You can go with provolone, American, or sometimes cheese whiz is what is used here. Then you would put like a few little glops of it on there. Then you're going to split your buns lengthwise, cutting about three quarters of the way through the bun so they're still attached to one edge like a book. And then you put those buns cut side like open on top of the cheese and meat piles. And they're just going to steam there for a moment as the cheese melts. Then use a large spatula to get right under the meat and invert that onto a plate. Get yourself some napkins and dig in. I will put the link to this recipe in the show notes or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. And I'd just like to ask you if you make this recipe and love it, or if you make and love any of the recipes from either of my sites, Cook the Story or The Cookful, come back to the recipe after and leave a comment and especially the five-star rating. If you loved it, let me know. But most importantly, you're letting other people know. Those stars show up in Google search results so people know they can come and trust the recipe. That brings more readers and listeners to me, but it also helps other people know that they can trust the recipe. So if you love it, come and leave it a five-star rating, give it a nice comment, and that'll help me out and help other people out too. I'm Christine Pittman from Cook the Story. Let's get cooking.